Join me, Chelsea Erson, on season three of my podcast, Dear Young Rocker. Tune in to hear some of my favorite musicians tell stories from their awkward musical beginnings, reconnect with the teenager they used to be, and remember what it's like to fall in love with your favorite band for the first time. Listen to Dear Young Rocker Season 3 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Conversations between classes are always happening at school. In the hallway, at the lunch table, amongst friends and teachers. But sometimes passing comments, even passing comments on your classes online, can make you uncomfortable or even lead to a fight with a friend. You want everybody else's approval. Recently, I like understood what empathy is. Big expectations. You're going through life and it's tough. But what's going to happen to you? How do you get through it? Does anyone even understand? I wish someone could tell me what to do. Hi, I'm Samantha Logan, and this is We Got You a podcast for kids whose hard questions are answered by the older teenage kids who have already been through it. My guest today is Maya, a 13-year-old who, after an uncomfortable conversation with a friend, learned a lot about proper confrontation and negotiating the conflict as a result. My name is Maya, I'm 14 years old, and I'm from Brooklyn, New York. So what happened last school year, I got into a conflict. Someone had made a racist comment about my hair. We were just talking about like girly stuff like hair, and I said that I tend to have to use bobby pins and stuff to pin my headband in place and she said like I don't have to pin my headband in place because I have normal hair that was kind of uncalled for I didn't really say anything about it and then like tried to change the topic of the conversation It would have been one thing if she had realized that what she had said was wrong and, like, tried to apologize or have a conversation about it. But she just said it like it was nothing. And then, like, whenever I tried to talk to her about it, she'd kind of pretend like she didn't know what I was talking about. I felt, like, frustrated because I just wanted her to know that saying things like that Like, in the real world, you're not going to be able to get away with that. And I just wanted to, like, get the message through to her. And it seemed like I wasn't able to. I talked to my mom, and she said that I should talk to school guidance counselor to kind of get advice on the best way to approach the situation. And so that's what I did. And I kind of just said, like, I want to have, like, a mediation with this person. I'm glad that I got the school counselor involved. If you want to call a meeting, you can either do it with an adult present or without an adult present, depending on 
how you want it to go. So you can bring a friend if you want, and you can also have someone who's not involved in the situation uh, chair the meeting. And at the beginning of the meeting, they'll say, who called this meeting and why? And so whoever called the meeting will say um, why they called the meeting. And then they'll say this topic is now open for discussion. And um, you'll have to like raise your hand. Can I get a witness? It's a lot more efficient than just like arguing back and forth because there's like structure. So we were in the guidance counselor's office and the guidance counselor was the chair of the meeting. And I brought a friend just there to uh, be my meeting buddy and um, the girl. And so we went through the whole who called this meeting and why. She was kind of trying to understand like why I was upset about what she had said. And um, she did keep saying that she didn't remember it happening, but I still was able to tell her like, how I felt and stuff. I was like, that was kind of uncalled for what you said. Um, and she seemed kind of shocked that I had actually like gone as far as to like call a meeting and I think, like, we both thought that we were friends. And I think she just assumed that if I was her friend, I wouldn't, like, get mad, if, even if she said something like that. And on, like, a quiet note, uh, she said she would try to be more careful with what she said. And school counselor just said, um, like, this was a great discussion, you know, meeting adjourned, and then we kind of just went on. It was our day. It was a relief, and it was also, like, a good feeling to know that I, like, someone had finally held her accountable for her actions, and it seemed to have worked because she never said anything like that to me again. I learned that calling meetings is, like, a lot more beneficial than I thought because I'd never really wanted to do it or like I thought it would make it seem like I was overreacting but I didn't realize like on both ends it clears things up and I'm really glad that I did it. I feel like not stronger but I just feel like now I know how to handle a situation in a more mature way. I feel like that was really helpful for the future if anything like that comes up again. I would tell myself a year ago, probably get to know people a bit better. For me, it's really hard for me to stand up for myself because I'm afraid like I'll either sound like I'm overreacting or like kind of hurt the other person's feelings, which is weird. But I do think that it is very important to stand up for yourself, whether you believe that or not, because it helps. And then it just like makes it so much easier to go through the school day without having like an issue with anyone. I feel a lot better.
I just want to say thank you for coming on and sharing your story because, I mean, a friend made you feel uncomfortable and instead of fighting about it, you found a really awesome way to address it in a formal setting that allowed you both to speak and work through it. So now is the part of the show where we take questions from you out there. We ask kids to age 9 through 13 around the country through various networks to submit, and we had lots of responses. So if you would like to submit a question for future episodes, DM us on our Instagram account, We Got You Show. Our audience submitted questions for this episode are about negotiating conflict. For our panel of experts, Maya was joined by Taylor, a teen featured in another episode this season. Question one. How do you deal with disputes with classmates, especially during the pandemic? Well, for me personally, um, since I do half of my school in person, it's a little bit easier for me to like find a teacher or something and just solve it there. But if it's with someone who isn't in person and online, then usually I would just like email the counselor and then like have a zoom meeting just to resolve it but luckily there I haven't ha- experienced any disputes so mine's 100% online and I've seen a lot of disputes going on online with teachers teachers and students students and students the way I would handle it would, would be to talk to them personally on like a zoom call or message them, talk to them, see what's going on. If they're dealing with something personally, let them know that you're an ear to them because not a lot of people have that opportunity due to COVID. A lot of people are having anxieties and stuff. So what I would do is try to lend a helpful hand, even let them know that there's a guidance counselor at my school. Does bringing in an adult or a friend to mediate help or hinder the situation? I believe it can hinder and it can help. It depends on what that person's going through and what the situation is. Like if it's between a teacher and a student that's a dispute and it's an adult talking, they're not, they're going to most, most people take a teacher side because they're older, wiser. And I feel like if there's an actual student in there with them, they'll have an even playing field and be like, oh, I can actually talk to these people. There's not just grown adults. But um, it also can, like, hinder it because, like, some people won't want to talk to them. They think they're right or something like that. Last year, like, the beginning of online school, there was a dispute between one of my friends and one of the teachers. And so they did have to have a separate Zoom meeting to resolve it. But the way that my school works, um, it's like the students' voices, they like try to make a point of listening to the students. But at the end of the day, they're still our teachers. They're still like the ones that are in charge. But just because of the way, like the kind of the mission statement of my school, it makes it a little bit easier to handle. Okay, next question. I got into a fight with a friend and now my other friend, my really good friend, won't talk to me. What do I do? I've actually had this happen before. So um, me and my friend got into an argument about um, a certain class and like the teacher. And we were fighting about it. 
And one of my other friends that we both were friends with told us they weren't going to talk to either of us. So we resolved it. So what we did was we all sat down, talked to each other and resolved the situation very slowly and listened to each other. With those kinds of things, it's hard to kind of see what each person is thinking. So if you kind of just sit down and talk to them, then you see like they're kind of their train of thought, why they're feeling that way. And hopefully it gets resolved. And the final question, what would you want kids in middle school to understand about what conflict means? What I wish I knew back then that I know now is that you're not always right in the situation. I never really understood that when I was younger. I always argued being like, oh, this is right. I'm right. Like always in that mindset that what I say is right and everything else is wrong. Well, I know in elementary school, a lot of times when there were conflicts, it was like, I'm right. No, I'm right. And I guess something I wish I had known is that people really don't like get out of that mindset, even when they're older, which is kind of frustrating, but just like taking the time, even though it can kind of be annoying to listen to the other person, even when you think they're wrong. Okay, so I want to thank you all so much for tuning into We Got You. We Got You is a podcast that gives a voice to every kid out there who doesn't have anyone to go to for advice, who might be scared to ask their friends, older siblings, or parents for help. We're here for you. And remember that right now is just a tiny part of your life and you will get through it. Tune in for the next episode where we speak with Max, a 14-year-old who moved away from his family to go to school. If you want a chance to have your questions answered or appear on our show, submit your questions via DM on our Instagram at wegotyoushow or visit us at wegotyoushow.com. If you need to speak with someone about any issue you are facing, Youthline is a hotline you can call for help 24-7. Dial 877-968-8491 or text teen to teen to 839863. We Got You is sponsored by a grant from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting with special thanks to PRX and Tracks for Support. Production assistant is Carolina Garrigo. Theme music by Dima. Original composition by Dimitri Libman, Ollie Chang, and Guy Brown. Music edit, sound design, and mix by Rob Ballingal. Dialogue edit by Michelle Medias. And music supervision by Justin Morris. We Got You is created, written, and produced by Hallie Petro and Brandon Leganke in association with Sonic Union NYC. Till next time, this is Samantha Logan saying, We Got You. Support for Tracks comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. This is Tracks from PRX.